In his hands he's got the whole wide world. In his hands he's got the whole world. In his hands he's got the whole world in his hands. He's got the whole world. doing it by myself but I said let me see if I can find some help and give me some boost as well so that one did it that was by the the Isley Brothers it's on YouTube by the Isley Brothers he's got the whole world in his hands so we'll be using that one for a little while for the next few podcasts at least all right did you enjoy that yes 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 who is he he's got the whole world we're talking about God himself He's got the whole world in his hands. Amen? All right. I hope I got a lot of little children out there listening to the program on today because we're going to be talking to you about love, God's love for you. And you're going to be, you're going to really enjoy this. So let's get started. And then at the end, I'm going to have some more music for you because I want you to really Not only hear the lessons on God's love for you, but sing about them, get them in your heart, and you're just going to be blessed on today, as I believe you are on all of these lessons, okay? So we're going to be talking to the little children and the big children, the big teenagers, anybody that wants to know about the love of God in your life, how much he loves you personally, you're going to enjoy this lesson, okay? So... Let's get started. All right, we we got to do a praise and worship and prayer. We're gonna do that first, okay? So, and we always do that first, so that's not strange, right? So, but we know the way we do it is how we lift our hands in the air, 
to the Lord. We wave them. You know, we can wave them. And that's our worship. And we have worship words. We just say good words, beautiful words to God. Let him know how much we love him because he is God above him. He's There's no other. He's perfect. He's almighty God. And, and he just, he's just love all by himself. He is love. And the reason that there is love is because there is a God of love. Amen. He's holy. He's righteous. He's good and kind to all. Amen. And then we bring our hands down into a prayer position and we pray to the almighty God. We talk to him and we let him, let him hear our words, our, our, our concerns, our joys, our sorrows. But we say, Lord, we thank you. We thank you. We want to thank him in our prayers as well for being so good and so merciful and so forgiving of our sins. We thank you for waking us up every morning and for our food, shelter, clothing, our life, health, and strength. We just thank you for forgiving us of all of our sins. And we thank you for uh, keeping us from all evil. We just thank you because yours is the kingdom, the power, and the glory. It all belongs to you. You are king of kings. Amen. Amen. And then we start clapping our hands and praising him. Praise you, Lord. We praise you. We praise you, Lord Jesus. We praise you because you are Jesus. You are our Savior. You are our Lord. You came and you died in our place that we don't have to die but can live forever and ever and ever with you in heaven and with the Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You are so awesome. You're so good. We thank you in the name of Jesus, Father God. We thank in God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit because God is one. And so we just say it all. We just say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Holy Spirit, because he is so gracious to us. And we know that he is life. He's a life giving God and he's a loving God. And then after that, we go, we, so our hands are open to the Lord in worship, down in a prayer position, and then we clap in a praise position. And so, and then the next thing we do, we fold our hands and put them in our laps. And that's when it's time to listen to the word of God. So let's, let's just do the exercise. We said, open, close them, open, close them. Give your hands a clap open close them open close them fold them in your lap amen so you're ready to get into this lesson amen so i hope all the little little kids have something some if you if if you want you can mom can give you something to do while a uh, little toy to play with or a little coloring book while you're listening because actually you will be hearing the whole story you'll hear me and, and we're not going to leave you out, but I just want you to be comfortable, okay? And be happy while, you have to, while you're sitting in there listening to God's word, all right? Uh, you have to, and I hope you want to. <laughs> have to, because mom and dad said, come on, it's time. But you're all excited because you know you're going to enjoy these lessons. So the first scripture I want to read is, it's coming from the book of of Mark, the book of St. Mark, which is in the New Testament Bible. And I am new, I'm reading the, the 
in our the Adventure Bible for the children, early readers, Adventure Bibles, okay? And it's the same Bible that your mom and dad read. It's just that they worded it a little easier for you to understand. And every now and then I'm going to tell you something that's that's the way it's worded in your in the big Bibles that your mom and dad read because I want you to understand it and hear it the way they hear it. So, but today we're going to talk about We're going to find out how much Jesus really loves us on today, okay? And remember, when we're talking about Jesus, we're talking about God, and we're talking about the Holy Spirit. Amen? So we want to know how much God really, really loves us. And and so when Jesus was here, we learned that Jesus was here, and it was God with us. He was God with us, but he was Jesus, Mary's Mary's son Mary's little baby but he grew up to be a preacher and a teacher to the people and he grew and he grew up as he was a man and he 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 was a preacher and a teacher he was a healer he was a miracle worker and he did all sorts of things he blessed people everywhere he went he helped people he gave them love and he touched the little children and oh okay I'm going too far here we go chapter mark chapter 10 and we're going to read the 13th verse so look for this in the new testament for the older kids and you have your bibles in the new testament the book of mark the 10th chapter look for the big number 10 or the number 10 right next to the word mark and then we're going to go to the 13th verse so right under the big number you count 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. There it is. There it is. The 13th verse. And that's what we're going to read. And we we're going to read up to the 16th verse. Okay. Are you ready? All right. Here's what it says. People were bringing little children to Jesus. When it says people, it's talking about the parents, the mother, the mothers and the fathers were bringing their little children to Jesus. They wanted him to touch them, but the disciples told the people to stop. When Jesus saw this, he was angry. He said to his disciples, let the little children come to me. Don't keep them. Don't keep them away. God's kingdom belongs to little to people like them. Let's read that again because that, that, was, that was pretty interesting. Let's read that one more time. People, the parents, were bringing their little children to Jesus. They wanted him to touch them, but the disciples told them to stop. Je when Jesus saw this, he was angry. He said to his disciples, let the little children come to me. Don't keep them away. God's kingdom belongs to people like them. What I'm about to tell you is true. Anyone who will not receive God's kingdom as a little child will never enter in it. This then Jesus took then, I'm sorry, then he took the children in his arms, he put his arms around them, 
and blessed them. After all, after what Jesus said, he told the disciples, don't stop the parents. Let them bring the children. He said, and he said, these children are just like what the kingdom, just like the people of the kingdom of God should be like. They should be just like these little children. And, he, and so Jesus, they brought them to Jesus. And Jesus, it says, he took the children into his arms. He put his hands on them and he blessed them. Isn't that something? So Jesus, the disciples was thinking, no, no, Jesus is too important. He's too busy for little children. Jesus said, let them come to me. Don't try to stop the little children from coming to me. They're precious. They're just like the kind of people that I want to see in the kingdom of heaven. Isn't that something? Isn't that something? Look, here's another verse. Um, it's, here's another verse where Jesus was uh, telling them to bring the children. Let me see if I can find where that is. Oh, okay. So we're going to do something else. There was, there's, there was this one other verse, and I think I kind of didn't write it down. But let's move right along because we don't want to run out of time. From here, I want to tell you something. So uh, isn't that special though? Don't that make you feel special? That yes, Jesus talked about the little children in the Bible and those children, he said, let them come to me. And he's saying that today to the parents, let the children come to me and to anybody that tries to get in their way, let the children come to me. He wants to touch you. He wants to bless you. He wants to make you happy. And so I, in the same, in our same Bible, we're going to go to one of the, um, lessons that teaches us a little more about Jesus love. So in your Bibles, we're going to go to one of the posters and it's on page is, it's on page. If you have the same book, I have the early reader adventure book is on page, uh, 1,394. One, three, nine, four. It's the page after that. Is that is the poster is on page one, three, nine, five. So it's, it's right there next to First Thessalonians and the fifth chapter. It's right in between there. And so that page is a poster and, and it's a, um, one of the learning tools that they put into these Bibles, which are very good. This one is about getting to know Jesus getting to know Jesus. Okay. And I'm, there's three, one, two, three, four different things about Jesus that this uh, part is going to tell us about, but we're not going to go over all four of them today. We're going to keep coming back until we finish all four. But because we're talking about the love of Jesus, I'm going to go straight to the one that says, does Jesus love me? Okay. Are your ears listening? Because you really want to know this, don't you? I want to know. Does Jesus love me? Everybody say that. Does Jesus love me? I say it like you're asking a question. Does Jesus love me? Put some, put some real interest in there and point to yourself. Does Jesus love me? Me? Okay. Yes. Let's find out what it says here. Jesus loves you more than you can imagine. 
He loves you when you cry and when you laugh. When you are angry with your brother or when you've had a bad day. Jesus loves you. He loves you so much that he died for you. But he isn't still dead. Remember when we talked about that? He's not still dead. He rose. He is alive, alive today. That's why he can still love. That's why we know he loves us. He's alive today. And he is watching over you every day. He's watching over you every day. You can be sure that he will never let you down. He will still love you your whole life long. And you will live with him forever. Isn't that beautiful? Isn't that beautiful? Doesn't that make your heart just feel glad to know that Jesus loves Jesus, God, loves you. And he loves me. He loves your sister, your brother. He loves the little bitty babies. He loves your mommy and your daddy and your grandma and your grandpa and everybody in between, aunties, uncles. Jesus loves us. Amen. And so... Uh, we're going to move right along. It wasn't, isn't that interesting? So I want you to just keep that in your heart. Keep that in your mind that Jesus loves you. And when he died, he died for you. Just like he died for me and for mom and dad and grandma. He died for the whole world because God loved us all. Amen. And you say, well, but why did he have to die? Because he died for our sins. Sometimes we do bad things. Sometimes we do sneaky things. Sometimes we do wrong things. Those are called sins. Sometimes we don't obey our parents. Sometimes we get mad at our parents and we're not supposed to because we're supposed to honor them. We're supposed to love our parents. All these kind of things that's not good, God does not like, and he calls it sin. And he says, just like our parents sometimes have to punish us, put us on time out, Send us to our room or however because you do something wrong. Well, God calls it sin when you do something wrong and he doesn't like it. So he says sin has to be punished. But he loved us so much. See, God is so strong. He's so mighty. He, If he punishes us, it's over with, you know. But so he brought his son to die in our place because so that's why it says, God so loved the world that whosoever believe in him, his son will not perish. That means <laughs> if God has to punish us, we perish. It's all over with. But so he sent his son. So God's, God's gentleness came to us through his son. And his son took the punishment for us. And so we don't have to be punished for our sins God is going to forgive us for our sins and let Jesus uh, let Jesus take our sins away. Amen. And so Jesus took our sins and he died for us because that's that's that um, perish. That's that perishing, that punishment of perish. But he rose from the dead. He didn't stay dead. So if, if it happens to us, we wouldn't rise from the dead. That would be our punishment. But Jesus took the punishment and he lives today and he's living forevermore and he gave us life. 
when he took our punishment. Now we can live in him because he has all life is in him and we live in him because he took the punishment and now we are free to love God back. Amen. And that's what we want to learn how to do. How do we love God back? He did such a great and amazing thing for us. He saved us. We want to be saved. That's what we call it. We have been saved by Jesus Christ. All right. So that's love. If anything else is love, I say that is love. The Bible says that is love. Jesus loved the little children, all the little children of the world. That's why we sing he's got the whole world in his hands. And all you have to do is come to him and say, thank you, Jesus, and ask, tell him to forgive you of all your sins, because that's the right thing to do. Somebody did something good for you. You'd say, thank you. Right. And when Jesus took away our sins, we just go and say, thank you and forgive me for those sins that I committed that you had to take the punishment for. But we're going to try not to do them anymore. We're going to be good people. We want to be now. We want to be like Jesus because he's so good and he's so kind. And don't you want to be like him? All right. So the next part is I'm going to read this to you, but I'm going to read this to you in, uh, in another lesson too. But I still want to read it to you. It's how to be saved. How to be saved. Now, this is going to help little help you all at your age to and give you to think about it and know what it means to be saved, okay? Because I just told you, we're, when we accept Jesus and what he did for us, right? He took our punishment. And all we have to do is tell him to forgive us and, and believe in him. We're going to hear all that. And then that's how we're saved. And saved means that we can have eternal life. Amen. Here we go. How to be saved. When you love Jesus with all the love you can give, when you know deep down that Jesus loves you, when you believe he died to forgive your sins, when you want to live for Jesus, those are good signs that help you to know you are a Christian. Surely you are going to fail sometimes, but God's love for you is so great that it covers those times when you fail. He sees deep into your heart. He knows your desire to live for him and he loves you. Amen. Amen. That's just a, a sweet little simple part to let you know that uh, uh, saying to let you know that just trust, put your trust in God with all your heart and mind and, and just thank God and thank Jesus for dying on the cross and for forgiving us of our sins and receive him as your savior and God loves you. And, and what we were trying to say is that even though you're going to make some mistakes in the world, because we're not perfect yet. We won't be perfect until we get to heaven, right? And sometimes you're going to act up. But just remember, God loves you. And all you have to do is say, Lord, forgive me. I'm sorry. And, and get back up and be the person that God wants you to be. The person that you know is going to make God happy. All right. All right. Now... Wow, our lesson is going along faster than I thought it would. 
So I want you to listen to these songs. I got some songs for you to hear. All about God's love. And this is just for you. I think it's a perfect way to wrap up this series. I mean, this uh, lesson. But I'm not going to be finished after this because I want to share something with, with the older kids with their Bibles. So, But just listen to this. And you're going to know some of these songs because I'm sure you learned them in your Sunday school class. Okay, here we go. And sing along if I you found know. A way okay. To run my old computers. Just a minute. With no hard drive. We gotta get to that part. Okay, here we go. Jesus right now, huh? You have to think about him. Keep him in your heart. And as you think about him throughout the day, you'll realize how much he really loves you. Yes, Jesus loves me. Jesus loved the little children, all the little children of the world. I'm so glad that Jesus loves me. Jesus loves me. Jesus loves even me. Did you know any of those songs? You recognize them? You learned them in your Sunday school, huh? Were you singing along? All right. All right. I hope so. Anyway, I just want you to know that you are so loved by Jesus. God didn't leave you out because you're little kids, but he loves you even the more because he says, you're just like the people that I want to see in heaven. 
He's talking about your 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 trusting, your easiness, your 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 easy to love and easy to be loved, and your easy to uh, trust your mom and your dad, and your easy to follow and obey instructions. That's what kind of person God wants. Somebody that really, really trusts him and will do whatever he tells them to do. Whatever you learn from this Bible that God wants you to do and to be. Little children, they come to Jesus and they want to come to Jesus. And God wants everybody to come to him. No matter little children, big children, moms, dad, grandparents, sisters and brothers, auntie and uncles. He's calling for the whole family, okay? So you guys talk to each other and say, I want to see you in heaven with me because we're going to heaven, amen? Amen. We're going to be with Jesus. And But right now, I'm so glad that Jesus loves me. Jesus loves me. Jesus loves me. I'm so glad that Jesus loves me. Jesus loves even me. All right. All right, we're almost finished. We got some older kids out there in our audience sitting around listening to this. And you already know that Jesus loves you. You already know that Jesus loves me. This I know song and and all that. So, And you have your Bibles. And I want to just get you excited about just having a Bible. Just get excited about God's word being right there in your hand so easy to to just open it up and read it and i want to make it easy for you so i want to just give you a little tip a few tips today and we're going to add to these tips of how to make your bible a little easier for you to follow and to read and the first thing i want to show you is at the beginning of your bible whether you have the bible that i have the adventure bible or you have a different bible all your bibles should have what is called a table of contents contents table it's called or maybe it just has the word contents on it but open at the very beginning of your Bible and go from page to page the first page and second page until you see that word content at the top of the page and right underneath there you're gonna see Old Testament New Testament in the content page, they're going to give you all the books of the Bible. All the books of the Bible. The Bible has two parts. It's not divided. It's one story, but it's in two parts. And first part is called the Old Testament. Second part is called the New Testament. Have you found that page yet? Have you found the content page in your Bible? Are you looking for it? Follow me now. I'll give you a few minutes. It's at the very beginning, very front of the page. Just turn. First page, second page. There might be a little few pages there. Ah, you see the word? Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's keep going. So all what you see, do you see where it says Old Testament in your on, on that page, on your content page? You see the word Old Testament? You see the word New Testament? Okay, look at all these books. There's a total, If let me put it like this. Under the New Old Testament books, 
Under the Old Testament, it has names. You see all those names? It starts with Genesis and Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers. You see? You see where I'm reading? Deuteronomy, Joshua, Judges is right under the Old Testament. These are the books that are in the Old Testament. And if you go over and it goes all the way down and guess how many books there are? You want to count them or you want me to tell you? Okay. I'll tell you just to, just to save time. There's 39 books in the Old Testament. Okay. And then you go over and you look at the New Testament. We're still in the content page. You see New Testament? What's the name of those books? Right underneath the word New Testament is Matthews, Mark, Luke, John, right? All the way down. And guess how many books are in the New Testament? 27 books. In your table of content, across, um, say like if we go back to Genesis under the Old Testament, the first book, right across from there, it should tell you the page number. So right across from each book is the page number. That's why those numbers are across from each book. That's the page number you want to turn to in order to find that book in your Bible. You get it? You older kids, you know what I'm saying. So the page numbers say like you look at Matthews. In the New Testament, the first book is Matthews. And Matthews is on page what? What page? You shout it out. What page is your Matthews on? In my Bible that I'm looking at, Matthews is on page 1,121. Okay, so I would go, and so you would go flipping through your Bible and you look for that page number. You look for that of number that matches that and that's where your, pay, where your book of Matthews will begin, okay? So this is how, you, this is how you're going to work until you learn these books of the Bible and then you'll be able to flip through your pages. Listen to this. You'll be able to just go, ooh, oh, I know where it is. I know. You just flip through and you'll be looking at the, at the names of the Bible because you've learned and memorized the names so it, you won't, it, you'll, you'll get to them even faster without even using the table of contents. But while you're learning the books of the Bible, you can use the table of contents, the contents table to take you to the pages. So when I say we're going to go to the book of Mark, you will go to your table of content and you will look at the page number four. And I and I try to remember to tell you Mark is in the New Testament. You'll look at Mark, you look under the New Testament, and you'll find what page is on. And then that's when you start flipping your pages and looking for that. Now, one thing about your your the um Old Testament and New Testament, the Old Testament comes first, and then the New Testament. So try to put a bookmarker at the beginning of where your New Testament starts, okay? And in that way, whenever we're going to go to the New Testament, you can find that bookmarker and you start looking from that from that place on, okay? So like this, my first, um, the New Testament in this Bible that I have, I look at Mark. I look at um, the first book in the New Testament is Matthews, and it's on page 1121, right? 1,100. 21. So I'll go to that page. I'll go to that page 11 and, and I'm flipping and I'm looking for it. Yep. Be looking for yours. Where's the first page 
of the New Testament in your book. It should be start right there at Matthew's. So now I found it. And guess what? That's the beginning of the New Testament. You'll even see a page that says New Testament. Just before, just uh, a page before Matthew's. Put a bookmarker right there. Put a bookmarker right there. So you may have to make your own bookmarker. So that's a little project, right? Cut a piece of paper out, a long piece of paper, and, and, and you can color it and make it all fancy and everything and maybe even put a ribbon on it or something. And then you stick it into your Bible right there at and in the middle where the New Testament starts, okay? So then whenever I tell you to go to the book of Mark or Matthews or John, you know that it's in the New Testament, you can just flip to the content and say, it's that New Testament or Old Testament. But like I said, I'll tell you. And all you have to do is find that bookmark and then you start looking from that point on. Isn't that something? That's easy. I want you to get familiar and, and just get so used to use to working in your Bible that you're just going to be looking forward to it. Okay? Because it's going to be yours, all yours, and you know where everything is. So get a get a bookmarker to put in between your Bible, in between the Old Testament and the New Testament, okay? So the next time we talk, we, I'm going to give you, uh, teach you how to learn these books of the Bible. We have little songs that help you to actually learn the books of the Bible. We're going to start with the New Testament because the words, the books, are the, um, the New Testament books are a little easier to learn than the Old Testament books. But when we read our Bible, we read the Old Testament and the New Testament. So we're going to learn the books of the New Testament, and then we're going to learn the books of the Old Testament. Like I said, one more time, there's 39 books in the Old Testament and 27 books in the New Testament. Now, how many books would that be total if you add 39 and 27 together? You got a pencil and paper, write it down. 39 plus 27 equals what? I'll give you a second. Do, 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 do. Come on. You getting it? All right. If you got the answer 66, if you came up with the number 66, guess what? You got it. You got it. There's total of 66 books in the Bible, in our Bibles. Yes. So that means we're going to be studying these this book for the rest of our life. And that's what God wants us to do because God is so all-knowing that no way we can know it all until we until we see him, okay? So we're going to at least use his Bible to learn and continue to learn about him as we live and as we grow and as we uh, learn God's word, okay? So that's our lesson today. I hope you got a lot out of it. hope you had a lot of fun because I think learning God's word can be fun. It can be exciting. And so, but you have to put something into it along with me, okay? God bless you. Thank you for coming to our Bible class today. Listen, um, mom and dad, just so you know, our Bible, our Bible, the um, podcast that we're on is now called Let the Little Children Come. Let the Children Come. Um, it was 
the children's Sunday school class, but we had to change that title and it is now titled, Let the Children Come. And I think that's a perfect title. I like that title. And so everything else stays the same. Our cover art, our banner stays the same. So you can recognize me, our podcast right away by that um, rainbow that the, 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 that the little girls in, in one of my Sunday school class did. But you're going to um, be blessed. Everyone is going to be blessed as we continue in these lessons. All right. So it's no big change just the title so continue to um, listen to these podcasts you can go back anytime and enjoy you know what you've learned and go over what you've learned also there's a um there's a, a message box on my podcast page that you can send me a message maybe your children are asking starting to ask questions you know, I want you to answer their questions. God bless you. But I, I would love if you would share the questions with me. Because remember, I'm just coming alongside. I'm just, I just want to be here and be a help for the children in their learning God's word. But I know you are the parents and it's in your hands to make sure that they get the word of God in them. But as they ask questions... Boy, that'll be something nice to do at the dinner table or just sitting around and answering questions for the kids and let them ask questions. But share those questions with me. Go to my message box in in uh, my podcast and tell me what they're and let me know what their kind of questions they're asking. And if you want me to address the questions, then just say so at that point in time and I will do so as well. But God bless you and keep you. Love your children. Love your mom and dad. We're one family in Christ Jesus and he wants us to love one another as he has loved us. God bless you. Have a wonderful day.